February 7, 2019. I'm Ron Scharf. I'm Avi Kaufman, and we're Accent Realty. So today we're going to break from our usual format of just talking about the properties we've seen. And we have with us a special guest. It's Yassi Natik, a mortgage banker extraordinaire at Chase, who has gotten us out of many scrapes with our buyers in the past. And we're going to talk about uh, one of the things we can do with, with uh, Yassi's help to make our buyers look very strong. Yeah. So when you make an offer, offers have contingencies. A contingency is a way out of the deal for a buyer. So the big two are home inspection and mortgage contingency. The home inspection contingency usually is about seven to 10 days. And it says, if you find something in the home inspection you don't like, you can back out, get your deposit back. Mortgage contingency is a little bit longer, usually five or six weeks. And it says, if, if you don't qualify for the mortgage, you get to back out of the deal and you get your deposits back. We get a lot of times a buyer will come to us and say, you know, I want to buy a house and I've been pre-approved by a bank. I've got a letter that says I'm pre-approved for a mortgage of $800,000. Yassi, what does that mean? Does that mean this guy's going to get his mortgage of $800,000? Yeah, great great question. And, and Ron, Avi, thanks so much for having me on. Pre-approval is a process in which a potential buyer and borrower first has an understanding of what they can afford on a monthly basis from an asset perspective and is a process in which they can indicate a level of candidacy to a listing agent and seller. Pre-approval essentially entails reviewing someone's income, assets, and credit. And as pre-approval sounds, it's a preliminary version of the approval process. So it's not, it's not a promise yet. Correct. Correct. It is not a commitment. It is a pre-approval or the cursory process uh, in which a buyer and borrower would undergo to understand what level of candidacy they have, and again, to support that to a seller at a later date. How long does it take to do that, Yassi? Is that like a day, a month, a week, what? Yeah, great question. Usually pre-approval can be turned around in a couple of days. Uh, there are some clients that have you know, 15 K-1s and accompanying you know, tax returns, um, very in-depth financials, and that can certainly take longer. Um, and in some instances, where there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, transactional, you know, atypical aspects, we may decide to take it one step further uh, past pre-approval and actually submit it into underwriting. So, Yassi, in a competitive market here, we often see people wanting to waive their mortgage contingencies as a way to stand apart from the competition, especially if there's going to be multiple bids on a property. What would you recommend in that circumstance? So pre-approval is the preliminary version. Uh, I would suggest taking next steps at no cost. Now, traditionally, lenders want to ensure they have a contract of sale to submit your file into underwriting, and they charge fees in order to do so. What I'm able to do here at Chase is offer a conditional commitment letter, which essentially offers a buyer the opportunity to submit their file into underwriting akin to a live purchase. What that means is we can start tackling income, asset, credit conditions, and the aim is to clear all of those, leaving only property-specific conditions like contract of sale and the appraisal. Certainly two big pieces, but there's a lot we can do in advance to give a candidate who is considering waiving their mortgage contingency the confidence to do so, and thereby separating themselves from the competition, waiving those contingencies, which, as you said earlier, is something a seller does not like to have in place, especially when there are multiple bids on the property. So just to sum up something that you just said, so there's essentially two two buckets of risk, the borrower side and the property side. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so by doing the the, the sort of the pre-commitment, uh, if you will, you're addressing only the borrower side. So what risk is left on the property side? Yeah, great question. Uh, a lot of risk there. 
uh, specifically because a purchase is contingent. Purchase financing is contingent on appraised value uh, and, and title. Now, title, there's always protection, but when it comes to appraised value, the lender is going to lend on the lesser purchase price or appraised value. So to use round numbers, if someone's purchasing a million-dollar property, putting 20% down, $800,000 loan amount, that loan-to-value is 80% based on the purchase price. If that same million-dollar purchase, the appraisal came in at 900000 right? Not common uh, for that to occur, um, but it does happen. We would use the lesser appraised value and base the loan amount off of that. So now the 900000 appraised value, 80% would be seven twenty. You'd have to come up with an eighty thousand uh, dollar additional down payment to uh, consummate the financing. Okay, so if I get pre-underwritten by you at Chase Yassi, I know that I, as a borrower, have been deemed by the bank solid for the purchase, but I still need to find a property that will appraise in order to know that I'll get the loan. Correct, correct, and and Ron and Avi, as you know, we, we've worked in the past where there have been situations where we've afforded um, an appraisal prior to fully executed purchase and sale, uh, which basically meant that we had access to the property. Um, after there was a verbal accepted offer, we sent in an appraiser and before the 5% earnest money or down payment was committed, we were able to get an appraisal and get some feedback to give the buyer who was waiving their contingency you know, some, some assurances that the financing would go through. Because again, it is borrower income assets and credit and then property specific appraisal, uh, which is a huge portion. And the other aspect that's property specific, which we haven't talked about, is building approval. Now, with a single family, multifamily, there's no building approval. But in a condominium, you have financials, you have insurance mandate, you have budgeting, you want to make sure that there's enough in the capital reserves to take care of a uh, roof that needs to be repaired or similar. So oftentimes, we'll need condo approval, which is another part of the process. And that too, we can look at during the attorney's due diligence before you execute the purchase and sale, we can look at the financials, the budget, the insurance, and make sure that we clear that before you commit to your down payment. That That's a very tight timeline, isn't it? It is. Um, but I think with responsive parties, you know, attorney management company, a lot of these condos are you know, self-managed, um, some use management companies, we've been able to um, gather the necessary documentation to give, you know, borrowers the assurances that the condominium will check out. And also, many condos qualify for something called limited review. Uh, without going into too much detail, there is a more limited review process on the condominiums that only requires the answer to a few questions, namely, is there any litigation in the condo, uh, single entity ownership, uh, and reviewing the insurance to ensure that there's adequate insurance coverage. Uh, and then if it's a primary residence or second home, most of the time, the limited review uh, would be in position and we can move very quickly with that process. Wow. So that's a lot of great information. But I think the bottom line for the listeners is if you work with someone like Yassi, who's willing to go to the extra mile and do the submit your file to underwriting even before you have a property, and then even one more extra mile of getting the appraisal done super quick, you've now taken a buyer who's taken a mortgage, who is going to take a mortgage, and you can essentially make them look like a cash buyer uh, when they go to purchase. That's it, right? Yeah, absolutely, Ron. And that's a great point. You know, in a competitive marketplace, two equal offers on price, how do you separate yourself from the competition? Well, sellers want to move quick. 
Uh, they want short mortgage contingencies if they're extending it. And a way to make sure that you're in perfect shape is to get all of your ducks in a row, clear your income, assets, credit, do the condominium full review or limited review, potentially even get an appraisal, get everything in process. And as you know, Ron and Avi, we've closed deals in you know less than 30 days and some in even three weeks, um, which is a huge advantage to sellers, especially if they have a tight timeline. Uh, and that's an excellent way to separate yourself again from the competition when making your offer. Great. Thanks, Jesse. Jesse, thanks so much for, for joining our podcast and helping explain this topic. We're going to try and have Yassi back for future podcasts to get into other aspects of the mortgage process. Um, but hopefully this helps some people understand. We get a lot of people who come and ask us, what do we do with all these cash buyers? How do we compete? And Yassi is a great tool to help us compete. Well, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. And what I would say is that, you know, breaking down the process holistically takes what can be an arduous or overwhelming process without enough uh, um, preparation and, and really make it manageable. So any questions, strategy or similar, it's never too early uh, to have a complimentary look at your finances and potential pre-approval and would be a pleasure to connect with you and certainly looking forward to connecting with you too again on a future podcast. Terrific. Thanks so much, Yessi. And to our listeners, if you have any questions about this or any other topic about real estate, Brookline, or in general, please feel free to contact us. We're at info at accentbrookline.com. Until next time, goodbye.